0: Hey, what's up? Hello. Happy Monday, everyone. We're back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm Justin Michael, and we're talking all kinds of stuff today. Basketball, football commits, a golf, AJ Ott is playing like a man possessed, softball results. We've got all kinds of stuff to go over today. Before we do, though, got to shout out the homies over at Chevalier Mortgage. You're probably hearing how great the mortgage rates are right now, but Mike and Virginia, they're not just your typical mortgage company. Sure, they have phenomenal rates, but what really makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner. He looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small, family-owned company, so you're always going to feel like a person and not a number. I love that. You know, you got to have that trust element when you're dealing with something as important as refinancing. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, though, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. Mike in Virginia, they're going to work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation. Again, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Or give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. Let's jump right into it. Let's talk basketball. It's really looking like Saturday the 27th is going to be the first game in three weeks that we get for CSU men's basketball unfortunate man it's it's super unfortunate that this is how it's going to play out I just hate the possibility of going into this series so cold now I think CSU is the superior team by far I'm not necessarily you know worried about an upset but from a net perspective you really got you kind of got to kick the crap out of them in this game in both of these games really Saturday and Monday assuming they both happen you never know right now I, I hate that I have to say that but god after football and men's basketball and women's basketball I feel like I pretty much have to premise everything because that's just been how it's been for CSU this year it's just been just one thing after the other it's it's been tough man it's as a fan it's been frustrating I know for all of you guys for a content creator like myself it's been absolutely brutal I mean obviously some sports are better than none at all like if we would have been in a situation where they outright canceled but God man compared to everybody else CSU has just had so many canceled weeks we've just had so many weeks where we've had to sit and watch everyone else play while you know the Rams are are inactive and that it sucks it just sucks like there's really no other way to put it it's it's been a crappy situation it's been unfortunate that fans haven't been able to attend i mean the atmosphere just hasn't been the same it, just everything about sports in this covid world have been really frustrating and it feels like uh feels like fans of the old green and gold have particularly gotten the short end of the stick when it comes to this kind of stuff really just bad luck i mean really that's that's what it's come down to just bad luck and it is what it is i mean you adjust you move forward and and you try and do what you can but you know now csu is is in a pretty weird position and you know, one of the things we're going to talk about right now is just would it be better for CSU to play New Mexico or Nevada? Now, I'll be honest. I've been, you know, what I've been saying on my podcast pretty much backs up that I think CSU should try and play the best teams possible. I just wonder if, you know, trying to juice the numbers a little bit would backfire. You know, I, I wonder if the selection committee would hold that against them. I've I've often said that I think that's what happened to the Rams In 2015, I think, you know, they kind of tried to schedule just a really easy non-conference enough to get a bunch of wins, bump up the RPI. And then, you know, they did really well in conference play, but unfortunately, losing to Wyoming twice in the regular season and then Wyoming going on to win the Mountain West tournament really, really just screwed CSU. I think they probably could have gotten in maybe if they would have had a couple more impressive non-conference victories. I might be wrong. Honestly, like Wyoming winning the Mountain West tournament might have just been the final final nail and it wouldn't have mattered anyways. According to Mark Ziegler, who covers the San Diego State Aztecs, you know, longtime Aztecs beat reporter, the the Rams are pushing to play New Mexico instead of Nevada. And obviously, I guess the logic is is that it's an easier opponent. You get it at home. You don't have to go on the road and you don't, you know risk losing as bad. Obviously, you could lose any game. You could lose to Air Force or New Mexico, but Nevada, you know, they're in fifth place. They're a much better team. They swept Boise State at home. They're clearly capable of of shaking things up. They haven't been on pause. That's another big factor, you know, that you want to consider. And, you know, Boise State fans, they're going to be all up in their feelings about that. Oh, and and I get it because they they had to play on the road, you know, at Nevada and they got swept. So they they want CSU to have to go through that as well. But the Rams have had an absolutely brutal schedule. You know, they didn't get Utah State at home like Boise State did. They didn't get San Diego State at home. They they had to play both of those on the road. They've had an incredibly difficult schedule. They had to go to Wyoming twice. Like, tax like CSU's played an easy conference slate. That would just be it'd be inaccurate. It's just not correct. And you know, another thing that CSU has to consider, and this was brought up by Uh, My good friend Kevin Sweeney, he recently was on the podcast, a national college basketball guy, uh, does stuff for College Basketball Central. He's the founder there, also for Sports Illustrated. This is what he tweeted earlier today. Here's the thing. The NCAA isn't going to put CSU in because they add another Q2 win at Nevada, but beating the crap out of a terrible UNM team and juicing your net from 46 to 38 or something might actually help. You know, it's, It's just a difference in philosophy. I've... Personally, I tend to lean to trying to play the better teams, but I get what he's saying there. If you split at Nevada, yeah, it like shows it's it's a better win than than New Mexico, but you run you run the risk of a loss, and it's really not going to do anything for your net unless you really beat them down, and that's just not that likely. You play the Lobos twice at home, you you know, you very well should beat them down two times. And maybe, you know, jumping into like that 35-ish 35 to 39 in net area would be enough to just kind of help CSU's resume. That and, you know, obviously winning the regular season conference championship. The auto bid will still go to the tournament winner either way. But I like CSU's odds if, you know, they kick the crap out of Air Force, they kick the crap out of New Mexico, they get the regular season conference championship, and, you know, don't lose in the first round of the Mountain West tournament. That would be absolutely brutal. You never know what could happen. Or I guess technically it would be the second round because you get the bye, but you know, you might face a team like an 8 seeded Wyoming or something. And as I talked about with Eddie on the podcast, I just honestly like I hate facing any team a third time. It's hard to beat anybody three straight times. But I really hate the possibility of playing a, a rival like Wyoming. I think CSU's the better team. I think they prove that, but they're feisty and, and they can really hit threes in a hurry. It's just a matchup that that you would like to avoid. And I'd, even like UNLV, I, I think I'd almost rather play than Wyoming, and it, maybe that's crazy because UNLV they have way better scores, they're more experienced, they've really come together down the stretch here. But I don't know, they they've been up and down. Like they'll they'll go toe to toe with a team like Boise State, and then they'll really struggle to take down San Jose State. I don't know, there's just a lack of consistency there that doesn't worry me, and and I like the just non-rival factor. I think that's. I think that's big. You know, if you could avoid playing Wyoming a third time, that'd be great. At the end of the day, though, you know, you can just control what you can control. And ultimately, you're going to have to beat some good teams in the Mountain West tournament if you want to win the damn thing. I Obviously, would love to see them do that. They've only done it once ever. How fun would that be? Win your first ever regular season title and then also win the Mountain West tournament. That'd be something to hang your hat on. Then, you know, nobody'd be able to really say shit about CSU or their resume. So. I don't know. That's where I'm at right now. It's going to be intriguing to see how this kind of plays out. My whole point of kind of bringing this up is that, you know, there's just different philosophies and thinking in terms of what is the best strategy to kind of boost myself up and make myself appear like a a strong NCAA tournament candidate. And, you know, in a, in a really strong mountain West, I just, I don't think the selection committee would leave out the regular season winner. I know it's not the auto bid. I know a lot could happen. I just don't see that happening with how good the league is this year. That's where I'm at. So if they do decide to play New Mexico and they get the league to support it, I I could get behind that. You just got to take care of business and beat the crap out of them. That's that's really all you can do in that situation. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be a weird finish. We'll see how this COVID pause impacts them. You know, is the offense going to be brutal when they come back? I got to imagine it's going to be at least a little rusty. So, you know, these games, they're not super sexy. You know, people across the country, they're not really going to be paying all that close of attention, but they're going to matter a whole lot for CSU. They're going to be important for shaking off the rust. They're going to be important from a from a metrics perspective. And you just got to do what you can to get back in a rhythm before the conference tournament, which is going to be really, really intriguing. I mean, anybody could win it this year. You say that every year, but it, it really does feel wide open this year. Like if someone's like, oh, I definitely feel like Jordan Shackle is going to take it, you know, or Derek Alston is going to lead that Boise State in their potent offense. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, I could see that. Or if someone was like, you, you know what? How do you stop Neamus Keita? And I'd be like, great question. So all these teams are really good. It's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And uh, let's move on here and let's talk a little bit of football. Like I said, CSU added a 2021 commit. Uh, Giles Pooler, I hope that I am pronouncing it correctly. I hope that it is, in fact, Giles. And not Giles, but that, I, I think it's Giles. Anyways, um, we're going to talk about him in just a second. We're also going to hopefully have him on the podcast later this week. Before we jump into some of that, though, a quick word from our partners over at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's not quite time for the madness that is college basketball in March, but that doesn't mean the fun has to wait. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is giving all new players the chance to cash $100 New customers can bet $1 on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week, and if your team makes it rain, you cash $100. Talk about a no-brainer. This killer offer is not going to be around forever, so head to the App Store now, download DraftKings Sportsbook, and get in on all of the action. Don't worry. If basketball isn't for you, DraftKings Sportsbook has daily odds on hockey, soccer, so much more. I mean, you can bet on table tennis if you really want to, DraftKings, they paid out $7 billion to their customers since 2012. They know a thing or two about big paydays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR to get your shot to turn $1 into $100 when you bet on any team to hit a three-pointer in any basketball game this week. That promo code DNVR for new customers to get a shot at 100-to-1 odds on any basketball team to hit a three-pointer. That's a no-brainer, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions do apply. Winnings paid out in four $25 free bets. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we're going to talk football here in just a second, but before we do, I'm going to go ahead and give you my DraftKings pick of the week. Last week, I talked about why I'm all in on Alabama as a really nice sleeper with some value to potentially win the national championship. Now, they're a team that plays with great efficiency on offense. They basically get to the rim or they shoot three-pointers. I mean, it's really fun to watch, They're one of the best defensive teams in the country, they definitely get slept on in that regard. And they've got a really strong chance to pull out a one seed. And that's why Alabama to land a one seed at plus 100 is my DraftKings pick of the week. You know what you're going to get out of Gonzaga and and some of these other teams. I mean, Michigan basically locked it up with their win over Ohio State. But I love Alabama. I think they're going to pull it out. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. Lock it in. All right, all right, all right. Let's flip it over to football. And Colorado State has added another quarterback for the 2021 cycle. Uh, Giles Pooler, a Fort Collins native, started his career at Rocky Mountain High School. Was well, a starter there, his sophomore and junior year, ended up transferring to St. Xavier High School in Louisville, Kentucky for the 2020 season. Big frame guy, six foot four, two hundred and ten pounds, a lefty, so not something you see every day, but he's got a big arm. Um, I've only seen a little bit of film on him, but from what I've seen, seems to be pretty accurate. Another disciple of Tim Jenkins, who's you know got a really great track record with developing quarterbacks. Obviously, that's where Luke McAllister trains. He should have some rapport uh, with Pooler, you know, coming in, given that they train under the same umbrella. I like it. I mean, I I like any time that you can add a local guy that has big time potential, and I think that's him. I know technically um, his senior season was in Kentucky, but it's kind of like a Jack Howell situation. He's a Colorado guy. He just went away. I like it, you know, completed 51% of his passes, five touchdowns, five picks in eight games. That's according to max preps. Ultimately, you know, you just, you want to try and bring in as many talented quarterbacks as you possibly can and kind of see who who pans out. And, you know, obviously there aren't a ton of experienced quarterbacks in that room right now. So I think, you know, adding multiple young guns, and, and I've already said I'm very intrigued by, by Luke McAllister and Chance Harris. So I think it's good. I think it's good what they're doing. I think you got to try and just go by the, the committee approach, especially when you're in a position of, you know, trying to, trying to build your program back up. You know, I think what they've got in place defensively, in the trenches, at wide receiver, for the most part at running back, I think they could use another guy. That's all great. Really the big question mark is, you know, what is the future of the quarterback position at CSU? Is it Todd Santeo? We'll have to see. You know, I know a lot of fans are writing him off, but, you know, I think you obviously have to consider some of the weird circumstances last year and, you know, I'll admit it it didn't look great, but, you know, I'm I'm not going to completely write him off as of yet. We'll kind of have to see the coaching staff. They all have great things to say about him. You know, his teammates never said anything bad about him. So I'll give him a shot. You know, we'll just we'll just have to see how that plays out. Justice McCoy, he's going to be taking some reps at wide receiver. So really basically it's gonna be Santeo or one of these young guys. So might as well add as many as you can. That's my philosophy on it. We're I'm hoping to have uh Pooler on the podcast at some point, just so we can kind of talk about his commitment, you know, why he wants to come back, all of that stuff. Even, you know, is is he really interested in competing with all of these other guys? You know, that's not necessarily what every young quarterback wants to do. You know, do I want to go somewhere where they've already signed three quarterbacks for for a cycle? That's a that's a tough decision for some, but other guys they don't care so much. They just want a chance, and they're going to grind it out. Anyways, we'll uh, we'll get him on the podcast soon. I'm looking forward to that. I I like the the approach of adding as many quarterbacks as possible, though. That that's basically what I wanted to say for this segment. But uh, let's move on and let's talk golf because AJ Ott is killing it when his second consecutive tournament over the weekend. Yeah, two in a row, baby, back to back. This was a three-day, 54-hole tournament uh, hosted by the University of Wyoming out in California. And the Rams, as a team, they finished sixth, but Ott, he finished first. Just absolutely killing it right now. Ott shot four under on the final day of the tournament, finished 11 under 205, finished two strokes ahead of Georgia Tech's Noah Norton. Uh, The Fort Collins native, he only had three bogeys in the entire tournament nine and two events so far that's compared to one eagle and 30 birdies so this dude is just playing some insane golf right now he's the seventh csu player with multiple individual wins in a single season the 10th ram in csu history with multiple individual career wins and he's also the first ram to win back-to-back tournaments since uh, blake cannon did so back in 2016-17 it was his 7th top 5, 12th top 10, and 18th top 20 finish, and 43 total events played. This is just a dude who plays great golf. I mean, that's really the only way to put it. I wish he'd give me some golf lessons because I'd be hacking it up all over the place. Uh, this is a quote from head coach Christian Newton. What a great week with for AJ with back-to-back wins. I couldn't be happier for him. He deserves every bit of the success he is having as he works so hard on a daily basis. It's awesome to see it has paid off. Shout out to CSU Men's Golf. Shout out to Christian Newton and the work that he has done. And specifically, shout out AJ Ott, because all he does is win, 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 no matter what. That was super corny, but he is an absolute baller out there. And I definitely wanted to recognize his individual success, a guy that I hope to get on the podcast here pretty soon. All right, I'm going to wrap it up here. Before we do, just some brief updates. CSU Softball went 0-2 for on Sunday, unfortunately. I uh, lost three to zero to Central Arkansas before losing two to zero to Texas AM. Did pick up a win on Saturday though. Uh they will continue with action on Monday morning. They play Texas Tech at eight AM. Actually, I guess that game would have already happened. I'll have to go and check out those results. Anyways, uh a rough start on Sunday, but obviously it's been weird circumstances for CSU softball. Uh got, you know, the last tournament postponed due to weather. I imagine COVID will impact it at some point. It's just the way of the world, especially right now in sports, it's, it's so wonky, especially for CSU. But anyways, that's all we have for today. We'll be talking plenty of hoops throughout the week. God, I'm looking forward to getting back and, and being able to cover a game again. I mean, it's, it's felt like forever. And I know it's only been three weeks, but it's just like when you watch so many games in between then and you're like, damn, it really has been almost a month since that since those Wyoming wins, it, it really puts things into perspective. But you got you to gotta persevere. You got to push through. That's all you can do. Thank you to everybody that continues to support the podcast. I know it's been weird. We just haven't had that many games to talk about. And it's been wonky and, and all that. But we're going to talk about everything that we can down the stretch here. And remember to just kind of enjoy every last second of this. Obviously, I, I've I've complained a lot and talked about the the wonky circumstances. But this team rules. It's It's a great coaching staff. Great group of players. And that's true for the women's team, too. They've also been on pause. Uh, Great coaching staff, great talent. And I hope to watch both of these teams get a shot in the NCAA tournament this spring. We will just have to see how it all plays out. All right, I'm Justin Michael. This is the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday. I only seem to write when the words, they don't come to me I'm staring at this page, and I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35, and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense, but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones, heavy bumping pivots, pivot Simplistic white pages, they dreaming we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas it features those ain't favors. My mood brings an alligator, spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater. Staring at white paper, it's habitual behavior. Check the flavor, that's some sage advice. But confidence, a great disguise, and certain lines are idolized. Like, yeah, I'm fine, and I don't mind. It's out of sight, it's out of mind. And I've been dwelling on my past just to see what I can find. Lost and found memories of places I designed, in my imagination's different now. but I swear.